Drake now you broke my heart a minute ago is this information true you just told me about George Michael (laughs) yes Christmas is ruined for everyone Christmas who knew who knew oh it's Clark Griswold and the family Christmas vacation I have not watched Christmas vacation yet that'll probably come maybe Sunday or Monday I actually, I've usually by this time of the year watched at least a few Christmas movies. Right. I haven't watched any this year. Bronx and I have watched A Christmas Story Story, which is the sequel. Huh? There's a Christmas Story Story? There's a... With Ralphie, grown up. Huh. It's actually good. Huh. Yeah, it's actually not a bad movie. The... Came out last year. Okay. Um... Yeah, check it out. Ralphie's all grown up, has kids of his own now. Is it like the actual actor that played Ralphie? Yeah, it's all the same characters. The mom, a bunch of his friends that he uh, was running with back in the day, they're all in it. So, oh. yeah. Uh, it's not bad. They're all drunks at a bar now trying to avoid their wives on Christmas. <laughs> what a life. So, uh, no, it's not. It's a, they, they, for it to be a sequel 35, 40 years later, it's not bad. They did a pretty good job with it. Um, but, yeah, I've watched that, and... Jingle all the way, which, by the way, I know I I say it all the time. Very underrated Christmas movie. It's, it's, it's rated exactly where it needs it to be. It is hilarious. It is a trash movie. Sinbad so should have been nominated for an Oscar for his performance and at least a People's Choice Award, Thanks, if not an Oscar. Ah, uh, that kid's life didn't turn out exactly well. Uh, neither did, uh, he kind Bill of ruined Hartman's. the Star Wars franchise. Phil Hartman, it's the performance of a lifetime by Phil Hartman. Well, life didn't uh, go well for him immediately. As the sleazy divorce guy trying to pick up all the married women in the neighborhood, Phil Hartman's excellent in that movie. Well, apparently he played that role too well. (laughs) (laughs) The Big Show, he's in it. James Belushi, it's star-studded, my man. Arnold Schwarzenegger, we haven't even mentioned Arnold. Arnold. Anakin Skywalker. I mean, who more do you want in a movie? Martin Mull. Um, who else am I forgetting in that thing? Oh, Booger from Revenge of the Nerds is in it. I mean, come on. <laughs> the casting is unbelievable. <laughs> Phil, the way. I will say, Phil Hartman is the best part of that mm, movie. These though. cookies are delicious. Uh, when Arnold Schwarzenegger calls the house and feels like, uh, no, your wife's in the shower. You want me to go get her? <laughs> no, you stay, what? <laughs> you stay away from my wife. Uh, that's a hilarious line. Uh. <laughs> okay, we've had a request on the uh, text line, Drake. It is time for Pet of the Week. Oh, yeah. Calm down, Victor. 
They have requested that I do Pet of the Week in Teddy's voice. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's an adoptable animal, McComas. <laughs> I can't do. I can't do the sponsorship I, read I, in the voice. I, I'm trying. <laughs> Doctor Otto University Animal trying Hospital. Trying to muster Toby's uh, impersonation of uh, Tyler. <laughs> and okay, Canine Corral, your doggy daycare grooming resort. Two locations right here in Norman. Thank you to Doctor Otto. Tyler, our pet of the week this week is Isabel. Teddy. <laughs> I'm telling you, th- this dog, as Isabel, the most adoptable dog. Four star. It, it, four star. Four, it, it, forget four star. Underrated. Five star. Should be a five star. I'm, uh, I'm telling you, this dog. I don't know, McComas. We don't know if it's potty trained yet. We don't even know if it could chase a tennis ball. We haven't seen her on campus yet. She may be the greatest ball fetching dog of all time. But we don't know. Now, come on, Teddy. It, this it passes the eyeball test, Teddy. Come on. I mean, look at it. <laughs> this is, this is the, And if there's a dog that's more perfect for this time of year, I don't know who is. Isabel looks just like Max from The Grinch. Yeah, you're probably right. Go adopt, Isabel. <laughs> I can't do the... the, the, the <laughs> Uh, Norman Animal Shelter. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up my information for the Norman Animal Shelter. Uh, by the way, we're in that time of season. You may be thinking to get your family member an animal. Adopt an animal, okay? Don't go to one of these uh, breeders that you know. No idea what these dogs are being put through or what condition they're in. There are perfectly wonderful, beautiful dogs down at uh, the shelter at the Norman Animal Shelter, waiting for adoption. Well, and the shelters are this time of year at capacity as And will be even more so at the beginning of the year. So if it's something that you're going to surprise a loved one and say, after the holidays we're going to go pick out this dog together, might I suggest Isabel or one of the beautiful dogs at the Norman Animal Shelter. Isabel, a beautiful shepherd. She's spayed. She looks really cute. A light brown dog. 405-292-9736. Call them up. Tell them you want to come and see the animals that are available. Our dog, Ranger, I've said this for years, many times, was adopted through this uh, uh, program, is the greatest dog that's ever lived. I know some of you will dispute that, but he is uh, an incredible animal, and we got him through this program. So there are a lot of wonderful animals. Go adopt them, and uh, thank you to Dr. Otto and... uh, University Animal Hospital as well as OK Canine Corral for sponsoring that. Sorry, I butchered it with the Teddy impersonation. Well, and I to I, the sponsor. I, the, the, it's either the best or the worst uh, Tyler McComas impersonation <laughs> ever. It's probably I good. I don't know. Do we want to adopt one or go drop eight grand on one? We got onto my grandma, Meemaw, the other day. She's wanting another dog. One of her dogs passed away recently. She's wanting like a Yorkie or something. My uncle took her to like some pet store that the starting price of these dogs, they had more than Yorkies, they had others, was $5,500. And we said, Mimo, go down to the shelter and adopt one. 
$5,500 is a nice used car. Anyway, that's what I would suggest to you guys on uh, Christmas. Uh, Sean just texted me a picture that makes me way too happy. So <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. But yeah, no, I, there's a, you have a great dog that came from a shelter. I also, you also do, do as well. Yes. Uh, Penny, I've had her for almost a decade now. She's 10 years old. Uh, she is the sweetest girl. I can count on one hand how many times that she's actually gone in the house, and it actually is only like a couple times, and it's usually been because dad was a DA. So, yeah, it, you can find an excellent, loving dog that will be in a shelter that will love you forever, and you are also helping out the Norman community by – bring up a spot in the Norman Animal Shelter as well. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of uh, going inside, Ranger never has outside of the first week we had him. And um, I didn't know this about a dog because we had never had one that had done this before. But apparently when they are submitting to certain people that they're scared of, yep. they will just lay on their back and then uncontrollably pee. Yep. Uh, you, you never had a dog that did that? Never, never. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Ranger didn't see me in that light. But Katie... Well, I, we uh, talked about who who wears the, the pants anger, in the house. The anger of Katie because it was something about the uniform. Uh huh. That first week we had him, Katie would walk out dressed for work in her in her police uniform. <laughs> Ranger would roll over and just pee all over oh, her. Gosh. Katie would get so mad. She's I like, "Why it, is this dog doing this?" So I looked it up and found out that's why. And wonder if it's the like the boots, maybe. Uh, maybe I don't know, but <laughs> it only lasted like a week, and then yeah. he got used to it. But it was like, oh, there she is in the uniform. Ah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, go adopt a dog yeah. uh, today. Uh, coming up here, probably next segment, Drake and I are going to talk baseball. I apologize, but we've got to get into the uh, the Yoshi stuff. Um, I don't want to here. I want to have us uh, give us plenty of run. Actually, maybe the bottom of the hour since we'll get to uh, some of your text next segment. But we're going to get into this and talk about what the Dodgers are doing in this offseason and how not only is college football being ruined, now the Dodgers are trying to ruin baseball. Which, by the way, I was not happy with Major League Baseball yesterday. Or really not Major League Baseball, but, uh, well, MLB Shop and fan- Fanatics and a lot of others that sell merchandise for MLB. Um... Uh, I bought a lot of World Series gear, and I knew this was going to happen. You and I had this discussion. But uh, the sale that happened yesterday online for uh, World Series gear, oh, my goodness. I wanted to go shopping so bad, but I know there's stuff under the tree. My wife would not allow it. Um, It's amazing the markup on that merchandise because they can come back around and sell it at 70% off. The hoodie that I bought. Is now twenty dollars. Yep, yep. Which I had to have some of the stuff right away. I knew I was going to pay full price. Yep. I knew this was going to happen. Yep. But it's shocking when you see it pop up on your screen. You get the email and it's like, "Holy cow! It's twenty dollars now. It was eighty nine ninety nine yesterday." So it happened with you with the Cubs stuff too. I know, but oh, a hundred percent. I spent an obscene amount of money on. <laughs> World Series champions merchandise. Uh, you know what? I still wear a lot of it to this day. Everybody does it. OU fans do it. Uh, you know. And you know what? The shirts that I don't wear anymore, 
got them made into a t-shirt quilt. Ooh, so. now you cover up with them. Keep yeah, all snuggly right, and warm baby. listening to Mariah Carey that's right. on a Christmas with day. Sipping old... your cider and that's right. uh, that's right. relaxing after a hot yoga session. That's right, baby. That's how we do it in, <laughs> on Chardonnay Lane. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll get to your text next segment. Uh, we'll talk Yoshi coming up here. I'm just calling him Yoshi from now on. Um, I wasn't – I was indifferent for years about the Dodgers. They never won anything. You know, they won in 88. They still really haven't won anything. I don't give them credit for the COVID-shortened World Series. You're not the only one. But they are really on my bad side right now. We'll oh. get into that a little later this hour. Chris Plank will come up on the crossover as well. If I have time, too, a Major League Baseball pitcher was uh, carjacked at McDonald's. We'll tell you about that story as well. Back after this on The Ref. Nobody covers your team like The Ref. If it's Sooner News and talk you want, it's right here all season long. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Radio Sports Network, KREF.com, and worldwide on the KREF app. Final hour of the T-Row of the Morning Show. Final show before Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you out there. Uh, also, any of you that celebrate the great holiday of Festivus tomorrow. Happy Festivus to all of you. It's a Festivus miracle. Uh, this hour of the T-Row of the Morning Show. It's brought to you by RK Black. They've been in business over 70 years, bringing the best in office technology for small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Those uh, technology solutions include copiers, faxes, printers, scanners, document management, network solutions, and so much more. Give them a visit at rkblack.com or give them a call at 405-943-9800. Uh, have you guys run down the schedule for next week yet? Monday and Tuesday, no local no shows, programming. Right. Everybody gets, in a break, gets a break for Christmas. Then Correct. Wednesday... As usual. Normal. Uh, I said that, and then I'm thinking, yeah, everybody's here normal Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Because Toby does his show, Drive San right. Antonio, yep. after yep. the show. Yep. Um, Thursday is a little bit more chaotic. Some uh, I just got a text message that we still don't have the full travel itinerary yet for OU, so that's fun. I thought you had it. No, we had what we thought was going to be. Oh. Goodness gracious, I thought this was going to pan out perfectly so on Thursday. Let me, let me read the rest of the text. Let me see right. if I actually gave a, gave a time on that. Let's see. So we thought Chris wasn't flying out until like 2 and would be available for his full show. We're oh. treating Thursday, oh, no, ladies no, no, no. and gentlemen. No, uh, Chris got his uh, last night. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll work out to where Chris okay. can do his entire uh, Thursday, we're treating like a 12-hour pregame, folks. We'll be covering the Alamo Bowl all day long. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., normal scheduled day. Um, Teddy will probably not be on on Thursday, may jump in on the phone for a segment or two. It'll um, be, and that's one other note we should say, too. Teddy would normally not be on on Wednesday, but he is going to be on this next Wednesday as well. Sure, yeah, because uh, we're off Monday and Tuesday of this yep. week for the Christmas break. So, yeah, Teddy, uh, Teddy will be on, and then Travis will be with Tyler on Thursday uh, leading up to the Alamo Bowl. And then uh, we'll let you know post-game exactly how it's going to work. It's probably going to be an abbreviated one because that game will not probably be over until anywhere between 11.30 and 12.30, right. depending on the pace of the game. Um, 
but then we'll have the, normal programming on Friday. Believe the thought is to do an hour as right, of right now. Right. So normal programming on Friday. So that's kind of your hectic, crazy schedule for next week. So Knepple Meyer Chevrolet text line. Jingle all the way in Ted's Pet of the Week with Tyler. Best segment ever. Thank says you. Says Sean on the text line. <laughs> that's the best segment ever. We're all in trouble. Yeah, we are in very big trouble. Uh out of the three one six in Kansas. You can't buy a used car for $900 anymore, TJ. Those went away about the same time bowl season started sucking. Nine, I said 5500 Oh, 5500 yeah. $900 would have been a deal for me, Maul yeah. and the dog. Yeah. They started at $5,500 at this place. It was called like the Dreams Pet Store or something in Arlington. Goodness I said, gracious. quit taking me, Maul, to there. I'll have $5,500 to be dropping on a Yorkie. So 900 yes. That's what my first car cost. Uh, no, actually, that's more than my first car. Five hundred is what my first car cost. Beautiful lime green, nineteen seventy six <laughs> Buick Skylark with lime green plastic leather seats. Dodger Blaine says, "Good, we don't need any more Dodgers fans." Good, Dodger Blaine, because your team sucks, your franchise sucks. You still haven't won anything, at least since eighty eight. Uh, Gunny of Sutsman Army just says, "Merry Christmas, fellas. Have a safe holiday weekend. Thanks, Gunny. you too, Same Gunny. To you." Uh, let's see. Tommy says, agreed. TJ's story story is pretty good. It is pretty good. I wasn't expecting much out of it, and it turned out all right. I'm not saying it's, like, the greatest Christmas movie ever. It's not as good as a Christmas story, but it's worth watching. It's better than the Hallmark movies Toby talks about that he sits and watches about love and Finding love in a uh, small cabin town or something because a guy lost his job and ends up with a girl that makes cookies in a small town. That's right. Drake's likes those movies sitting under his oh yeah uh, Cubs uh, quilt blanket with a nice cider. hot cup of cider. That's right, baby. <laughs> uh, Gator Stad says Gator is on team Drake Carey because Gator can hear all those high notes from Mariah. Uh, just to be to clarify, I don't really like that song, but. I do love how much that song bothers TJ. So that's oh, a why a terrible I play it song. That's why I love playing it every single year. Uh, okay, TJ, better. <laughs> I'm not reading that text. Sorry, Burley Boomer. Sorry. Uh, better I Katie, Mariah Carey, George Michael. Uh, okay, Mariah Carey. <laughs> you date. just read it. You said I'm not reading that, and then you just read it, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. I changed my mind. People can't change their mind, TJ. Uh, no. Uh, hold on, I'm looking up something with Mariah Carey. Uh, 1990 is 1990, the date yeah, August 1990. But, uh, like, when was her first hit? Like, that seems like it was mid-90s. First number one hit was Vision of Love. Trying to get the year here. No, I don't want to contribute to you, Wikipedia. Quit asking me that. Um, 1988. So. 1988? Yep, was her first uh, big hit. Huh. Then she broke big in the 90s. So you're technically right. I'm right. She kind of hit right at the end of the 80s. So anyway, since she's been around, not a fan. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Zane in Tulsa says, man, I love Sean's calls. Uh, He says what I'm thinking. People today are too lazy to think long enough to perceive the unintended unintended consequences of things, Uh, especially putting big words on the text line for me, apparently. As a result, uh, run nice things for the rest of us. Such is life. Uh, uh, in today's world. Um, let's see. 
Jim and OKC, tell Sean your job is to talk sports. So when uh, there is trash bowl games, it makes your job not very fun. So yes, <laughs> thank you, Jim. Trash you. bowl games are not fun to talk about. They are not. They are not. Uh, <laughs> out of the four hundred five, wanting the nineties back is horrible. Signed, John Blake. Nah, uh, I want the eighties back. I want the nineties back. Give me both of those decades. Eighties, greatest decade ever. Uh, Sooner, Stephen. I can only assume is talking about uh, Mariah Carey says best Christmas song of all time. I think that's uh, talking about Merry Christmas from the family looking at the time. Oh, stamp yeah, yeah, on yeah. the yeah. time stamp does, is that that tracks that tracks. It would be funnier if he were to say that, though. Um, you want to get into Yoshi here? Let's not get let's do Yoshi next segment. I like your idea here real quick. If we can figure this out. OK, you came in that commercial break, said we should tell uh, people who. The hosts of the ref are as Christmas movie characters. And quickly, you had Steely pegged. Uh, yeah, Steely's 100% the Scrooge. Steely's the Scrooge. Um, I've got... Let me write down. Steely is Scrooge. Um, there is one character, Buddy the Elf, <laughs> that I can... There is three people... That I cannot decide between. Can you guess who it is? Toby. Uh-huh. Huh. I don't know who the other two would be. Josh, maybe? Yes. Josh is always happy and in a good mood. And and Parker. No, it's so Parker that... I've got pegged. Okay. Parker's the kid uh, with the glasses on Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> kid with glasses. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? That's always just condescending yeah. and just uh, thinks he's smarter than everyone else. That's Parker Thune. He's so the kid. He's, he's, he's Phil Hartman and uh, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, Teddy's definitely Schwarzenegger in yeah, Jingle All the Way. He's, he's the guy that Aaron would have said, "You need to go find this gift." Months ago, the day of Christmas Eve, she's like, "You got the doll, right?" And uh, Teddy's like, "What are you talking about?" And then he's rushing all over town. Uh, probably finding some con artist Santa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that that's Teddy's role right there is Schwarzenegger and Jingle all the way. Uh, Turbo Man, okay. <laughs> little little Edward, you always lie to me, Dad. Who are you? You never keep your promise. Uh, Plank, I've got us the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you disagree with that? It, no, it's perfect because behind the scene, he's just griping to Max all the time. Oh, yeah. But uh, his daughter rolls out, uh, rolls out looking like uh, little Cindy, uh, uh, Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> and his heart melts. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> So uh, Okay, so we're, say- we're saying Toby or Josh, Buddy the Elf? Uh, Toby's Buddy the Elf. Yeah. Toby. <laughs> Toby's Buddy the Elf. <laughs> So naive, so innocent, has not experienced a lot in the world, would not know it's awkward to buy his dad lingerie out of the window when he sees that it's the perfect gift, would congratulate the uh, the person on having the best coffee ever. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Buddy the Elf. That's Toby. And, and uh, everybody else just tells him it's a crummy uh, cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, you know what? I like the one that we have on the text line for you, Clark Griswold. I'll go with Huh. Am I Clark Griswold? I take that as a compliment if I am. 
I right. just I do do the decorations. Mm-hmm. I do bake a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but Toby's more of put the family in the station wagon, and go cut down the tree. Toby's a candidate for Clark Griswold over Buddy the Elf. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to have to think this one out. Uh, Vinny Paul on the text line says, TJ is Kevin's dad. I wouldn't forget my kid at the house. He would gripe and just want to stay at the house. He's Kevin He's he's Kevin from Home Alone. He just wants to be home yeah. alone. Yeah. Uh, guys, leave me alone. I'll protect the house. Um, I'm trying to think for you, Drake. Who are you in a Christmas movie? I'm running through my head on some things. You don't have a candidate for yourself? I don't. Uh, I'm going to let you decide that one. Huh. I'm a biased uh, opinion on that. I, I've got Josh as Ralphie. Josh could be Ralphie. Yeah, he would be decoding the uh, secret code. <laughs> you might be Ralphie's friend that gets his tongue stuck to the uh... – no, not, 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 not the one that gets stuck to the pole. The other one. That's uh, encouraging him to put it. <laughs> Come on, smart. You know what? Put your tongue on there. <laughs> Out of context, not good. <laughs> <laughs> not good. Uh, on the text line, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line uh, says Teddy hey, is definitely. Spence and Tulsa. Sorry, I'm interrupting you here. Spence and Tulsa, you are banned from the show. I'm going Chris Plank here. You are banned. To say A Christmas Story is an awesome movie, it's the best Christmas movie ever made. It's even better than Christmas Vacation. Toby and I fought about this the other day. You are banned from the show, Spence. Uh, Bumpy Road says Steely is Cousin Eddie. No, that's Uncle is Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle is Cousin Eddie, yes. 100%. <laughs> uh, Teddy is Bruce Willis from Die Hard. I guess does that make uh, does that make Tyler the uh, annoying attorney that gets shot from Die Hard? <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> um, the entire KRF station is the island of misfit toys. As well. That may be the best uh, casting right there. <laughs> uh, Drake is Rudolph, is what Bill from Katusa says. Uh, Drake can be Yukon Cornelius. Bumbles bounce. Uh, let's see. Yes, Looney Tunes Parker is definitely the Polar Express kid. <laughs> Parker <somehow>. is Marco's <laughs> husband. <laughs> I don't know why the carpet's all wet, Margo. Uh, why is the carpet all wet, Parker? Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Speed Racer is now Schwartz, huh? How did we not think? You're Tom Hanks from Polar Express. How did we not think of that? Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you, Some, everybody thinks you sound Tom like Hanks. Tom Hanks yeah, now. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. We're too goofy here. Yeah, keep sending in. We'll hit on a few of these on the other side. Uh, we'll talk Yoshi. We'll keep casting these roles. I think we're pretty good on a couple of them. Josh is Ralphie. That's definitely it. 100%. Yeah. You can see him in the pink uh, bunny outfit, can't you? <laughs> he probably has a pink bunny outfit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe all he has now after his luggage situation. Oh, we need to we need to do Connor too and Travis, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we haven't cast. Yeah, Travis need to cast. Travis is Yukon Cornelius. Oh, 100%. Uh, there you go, right yeah. there. <laughs> we'll take a timeout. Back after this. 
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I had to look up what the kid's name, the character's name is on Polar Express that I said Parker was. Uh-huh. I didn't realize. I've got to go back. I've seen Polar Express. Do they not mention many of the kids' names in that movie? Because he's known, his character is known as KIA, the know it all kid. <laughs> it's perfect, then. <laughs> it's definitely. So we've got um, someone texted in too saying you would be perfect as Hermie in uh, Rudolph, the, the elf that wants to Hermie be a dentist. Hermie wants to be a dentist. <laughs> Connor, I have cast now. As Baby New Year from Rudolph's Shiny New Year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I changed in the break. I changed because Blank is the Grinch. I changed because the guy that's always cheery for the Grinch is Max. Right. Uh, and I changed Connor to Ralphie. <laughs> Someone said that uh, Teddy and Tyler were Grinch and Max the dog, but I, I don't think, I think that Blank's works. A better cast I can't think of one for Tyler. I'm trying to think of who he would be. Maybe Bad Santa. Mm. Uh, but that doesn't fit right. No. Um, so we'll keep working on that. Oh, now, you, uh, this is the perfect one right here. He's a stepdad now, yeah? Yes. Uh, what's What's the guy's name that was in Fast Times at Richmond High? Had all the different jobs. Um... Oh, gosh. He's the stepdad in the Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he was in Beverly Hills Cop, too. Yes. Why am I blanking on that guy's name? Reinhold, Judge Reinhold. Yes. Uh. That is that is Tyler right there. He's the stepdad in Santa Claus. Absolutely, 110%. He gets the Oscar Mayer weenie whistle at the end of the movie. PFC is Donald Trump and Home Alone 2. Yikes. <laughs> Might be right. Uh, Yoshi Yamamoto is signed. He is a Los Angeles Dodgers. Surprise, surprise. Man, Chris Plank has to be, like, his expectations have to be through the roof right now, right? Uh, for his Dodger team? Yeah. Um, everybody that's a Dodgers fan's expectations should be through the roof. You give a guy... Seven hundred million. You turn around. You trade for. Um, well, I'm t- blanking on his name. Tyler, uh, Tyler Glasnow. Glasnow. Uh, give him a new extension, and then you go out and get uh, Yamamoto last night on a 12-year, 325 million dollar deal that will also include an additional uh, 50 and a half million dollar posting fee just to get him away just from go ahead his and team. Round that up. Just go ahead and round that up. It's going to end up being a $375 million deal. Look. Uh, it's it Also, he's a guy that's never pitched in the majors, and it is the biggest contract for a pitcher in Major League Baseball history, surpassing what Garrett Cole got whenever he signed with the Yankees. By what, a million dollars, two million One million dollars. Yeah. Now, the average annual salary is lower because it was, I think, at an eight- or nine-year deal for Garrett Cole versus – uh, isn't this a ten year deal? Uh twelve year, hun. Twelve year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's far past it in terms of that, but one, I I realize they're LA, they've got 
big time ownership group with that with everyone involved. They've got fifteen owners. I don't remember how many's in that ownership group. They've got money. They spend money, but they they are even spending money that is ridiculous for them. It is unbelievable the amount of payroll that they have because trick me, fool me or not, I'm still including uh, Shohei Otani in that with the $700 million. Right. They have, on three guys this offseason, spent more than the value of half the league. It's just... They're spending the amount of money that's making it ridiculous for other teams to be able to even compete. They are inflating contracts to the point. And baseball's always been big money, all the way back to A-Rod getting his contract with the Rangers, which was stupid money back then. But they're even raising the bar now more and more and more because these other pitchers look at what you just said and said, this guy's never pitched in the league. I've won a Cy Young, or I've done this, or I've achieved this. That makes me worth four or $500 million. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> And it would be different, too, if they were just winning championship after championship. They've been spending this type of money. Not this type of money. Not this, this type. This they've is, been spending a lot. Territory. This is new territory for anybody in Major League Baseball. What it is. What they've done. And here's the problem, and what we were talking about off the air earlier. The bull you know what they pulled with Otani's deal to oh, allow them to yeah. do what they've done with these two pitchers and sign them, and then... Mess up the market so much that Passan and all these guys are now reporting other guys aren't going to get what they think they're worth because of these contracts. So it's going to force them into one-year cheap deals with the Dodgers, he thinks. That they'll end up with more pitching and more talent coming to them in free agency here in the next couple of weeks because players will just want to sign a one-year deal for less and go play for the Dodgers because they're not going to get what they feel their value is in the open market. So they don't think that they're done. No. It's just ridiculous. Am I jealous? Maybe. But I don't think I am. I think it's stupid business. Well, I a lot of people have floated this idea too, though. Is this the ownership group jockeying to make the team as competitive as possible, to make it as valuable as possible, go win championships, and then, you know, hey, two, three years down the road, we'll just sell the team for sell a, the... a enormous profit. And that debt that's going to be owed to Shohei Otani in particular, mm-hmm. it's on you guys, whoever buys the team. Sorry. Because that's, I mean, that's what happened with Bonilla, obviously. That's the shiny example of what's happened in Major League Baseball. But, I mean, what was Bonilla's contract? Like ten million? It was yeah, total? it was total ten million, something like that that he spread out Which over is those ten years. A lot of money. Right. Ten million dollars is a lot. Not major league baseball. Not anymore. No. If you get ten million dollars and you're a major leaguer a starter, you're probably taking a bit of a pay cut. Well if you're an everyday player. Martin Perez took an eight million dollar deal with the Pirates this offseason. Yeah. So and he's a proven commodity in major league baseball. He's not gonna go out and win a Cy Young and he's older now. But he's a great guy to have in your rotation and, and has proven he can go into the bullpen. Board. Look, I realize as a Ranger fan, I had my team spend a billion dollars over the last couple of off-seasons. They haven't done anything this off-season, but it got them a championship. But they got – that billion dollars was structured over like four players that became key uh, a key nucleus of a team. It wasn't 
you you weren't talking one guy at seven hundred million dollars. They got all four of those guys for what they spent on Otani. It's just nuts. Chris is going to come in here all happy though. But here's the thing: billions of dollars does not equal chemistry on the field. And just because you pull in these stars does not mean it all works well together. We have found that out time and time again in lots of sports, especially baseball. You've got to have the chemistry there. It's all got to work together right. This Yamamoto cat, though, my size. 5'10", 176. He actually outweighs me by about 5 pounds. And throws 100 miles an hour. And makes it look easy. It's effortless with him. It is unbelievable to watch him throw. Because you have no idea where it's coming from. You have no idea how he has that power. He's got some weird, funky training regiment that he throws mini soccer balls and javelins. Doesn't lift weights. He's a Drake fan of the yoga. He likes yoga and stretching. And has somehow... Like the way everybody talks about him is he has tricked his body through weird training into throwing 100 miles an hour and making it look easy. It's crazy watching him. He's unbelievable. We'll see if it works out for him. I should say he was unbelievable in the league he was playing in. We'll see if it translates into the majors. But everything you see from him. His slider, his curve, hitting 99, 100 miles on the gun. He looks pretty legit, but you just don't know where it's coming from with his size. Little bitty dude. We'll take a timeout. Crossover coming up next with Mr. Dodger, Chris Plank. Back after this. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. We're back. Time for the crossover. I have recast Teddy and Tyler. How we did not think of them as Scott Farkas and Grover Dill, the two bullies from A Christmas Story, I will never know. That's definitely Teddy and Tyler. Scott Farkas and Grover Dill. Welcome into the crossover. Plank, we're mad at your Dodgers. Some of it's jealousy. Some of it's anger. Uh, You guys just won't quit spending money. My goodness. I now you get Yoshi. The, yeah, I hadn't even thought about the idea uh, that Drake had brought up of selling the team. But let's remember, the Bobby Bonilla deal was set up by his wife because she knew how terrible he was with money. <laughs> right. And he wanted to make sure that he had money for 20 years. So that wasn't the, the – I was it the Mets at the time? It was the Mets, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. It wasn't – I don't think it was the Mets being poors. I think it was more his wife. How can we defer this? Now – Substantially more, substantially more for Otani with the deferment here. But I hadn't even thought about the idea of selling the team, so that would be interesting. But the Dodgers have always spent, and they're always great during the regular season, and they always suck in the playoffs. So I, I think it's uh, it's the same approach that we've seen. Only they've added a few more zeros on the end. Yeah, that's what I was saying a minute ago, right before we hit the break. That the chemistry still got to be there. 
That's right. You could put all the money out there and all these guys together, and they may out-talent people throughout the regular season, but you get into those shortened series in the playoffs, and sometimes it just comes down to who got hot and how teams come together. That's exactly what happened with the Rangers, obviously, this year. So, Well, I mean, and I, I'm glad you did come to the acknowledgement that you spent your absolute asses off the last two years, too. So it's not <laughs> We like, did, but we got four guys. It's not like guys. you're a poverty franchise or anything. We got four guys for the price of Otani. We got Seager, <laughs> Simeon, uh, DeGrom. Um, there's probably someone else Evaldi. in there. Evaldi, yeah, all would, for the price of Otani. So, would yeah. you trade off four of them for Otani? No, I would not. I would not. Even That's long-term? what I'm saying. I'm thinking the nucleus of no, not long term because I've still got mm. these guys for another five, six years apiece. Why are we so. talking baseball right now? You guys oh. are killing me. I don't know. I don't uh, know. We did the whole show until just right before you came talk, on. Let's talk about the important stuff though, about uh, casting all the K Ruff people <laughs> as. Uh, Do you believe you're Grinch? Plank. Uh, I think you're, that could fit. You're li- you're, you're fit. all cranky and griping to Max, yeah. and then your daughter comes in in her little pigtails and just yeah. melts your heart and gets what she wants. And yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That pretty, that's see, it. I was thinking because Toby would totally be like Clark, right? We either said he's no. Clark Griswold or Buddy the Elf. Yeah. So, okay. A little okay. naive. Yeah, that but, fits. A uh, little goofy like Clark yeah, taking his family know. to cut down a Christmas tree. Because it would fit every sing- – it's kind of funny – because I have a, a friend of mine that's like, yeah, you always seem like you're in a good mood. I'm like, well, wait till I get to the text line, okay? That's that's the key to ruining everything in everyone's day. <laughs> whenever the, whenever the Grinch starts line. listening to the Who's, that's when he gets yeah, grumpy that, about that's, Christmas. That's where I start he to get drug into Whoville, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm kind of happy not doing anything. I'd rather just be in my cave. Uh, I like only my dog. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's actually – but see, here's the difference. So I do love Christmas. So that would kind of put a little bit, and inevitably, though, he does love He does Christmas, love Christmas. So. He finds out it's a little more than what he does. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Sorry yeah. in case you guys haven't seen it. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, Plank. Have a uh, wonderful holiday a break weekend. and have fun out there at Riverwind today. Awesome. You guys have a great day. All right. We'll see you. I appreciate everybody today. Toby and I will be back on Wednesday morning. No live shows, remember, on Monday or Tuesday for the Christmas holiday. Hope you all have a Merry Christmas, wonderful holiday season out there in whatever way you celebrate, and we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.